Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. 77 WABC News Time, 5 o'clock, sponsored by Bolivar Watches. Good morning, I'm Noam Layton, in for Deborah Valentine. All right, your forecasts from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. See a mix of sun and clouds today. High 44, I like that temperature. Tonight and overnight, partly cloudy, low 32. And then tomorrow, sunshine, high 46. Looking ahead to New Year's Eve in Times Square, it's going to be 50 degrees when the ball drops. So expect the crowd's just going to be gigantic there. If you're walking out the door right now, it's 30 and clear. Lots to get to on this Wednesday morning. The city, by the way, just teeming with people. Uh, if you're worried about the economy, walk around Manhattan. The sidewalk's just packed are people waiting in lines to get into stores? That's how many people want to get into these stores in Manhattan. It is crazy. Uh, if you want to walk around, if you're like a regular guy like me and you just want to get around Manhattan after work, uh, you might want to bring like an air horn with you. I thought about doing that. Like, get out of my way, man. Get out. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't need the music, but yeah. Uh, but, uh, look, it's great for New York, so I'm happy about that. Not great for the next couple days as I try to walk home. All right, let's get started. The top five at five. All right, so why did he do it? A Queens bus driver ran down his own wife. Smoke up, New York, the city's first legal weed shop about to open. Some breaking news from the Vatican, but it's not about Pope Francis. Buffalo, yeah, starting to slowly reopen as the dig out continues. And Southwest may be the most hated airline in the nation right now. Let's jump in. Oh, NYPD cops releasing surveillance video allegedly showing this man running over his wife with his own SUV in Queens Tuesday. He had his three young kids in the car with him. What a sicko this individual is. Uh, neighbors say he is an MTA bus driver. The children should not be seeing that. If their father's going to be a monster and hurt their mother, they should not have to see that. That is so irresponsible that he let his children see that. Yeah, uh, there is surveillance video of this. It's pretty ugly. Police found the SUV on its side outside a home in Flushing. Charges pending against the driver, who's 36-year-old Stephen Geraldo. His wife taken to New York Presbyterian Queens Hospital in critical condition. We expect people who work for our public utilities to be more responsible than the average person. Yeah, well, they don't all behave. The three children, ages 6 through 11, thank God they're okay. Of course, uh, well, watching their mother get hit, that can't be so great. Police also say Geraldo and the victim have a history of domestic incidents. WABC News Time 503. The first legal marijuana dispensary is opening tomorrow in Lower Manhattan. We asked people in, uh, on the streets yesterday, we said, do you think it's a good idea to be able to walk in and off the street and buy weed legally in New York? 
is going to happen whether people like it or not. Absolutely not. Right. It's damaged the people. It's damaged the, the, the city. It's damaged everything. Don't do it. In Israel, in Israel, it's not legal. In Israel, it's not legal. And when we came, when we come here, we smell the marijuana in the street. It's crazy. It's like hatek. Yeah, it's very strong. And and people want to be in, to want to be part of the of the guys and and try and try and try and it's damaged people. It's crazy. It's not good. If you need to use it for medical, use it for medical. But when you're making it legal, most of the people are going to use it just to be in, just to feel it. And then they're not going to learn. They're not going to be able to work. They're not going to be able to do anything. They're going to be, let's say, they're going to be poor because they're going to say all, all the money for get it. Wow, there's not one person in favor of this, but uh, there are a lot of people, of course, who are very happy about this. Located near St. Mark's Place in the East Village, first spot to in the state to get its adult-use retail license, and it'll open tomorrow morning. No doubt the lines will be long. I mean, the truth is... People have been buying marijuana illegally in some of these pot shops across the city for the last year. But now it's legal at this place on St. Mark's Place and other places. Uh, after the new year, you'll see a lot of shops open up across the city. WABC News Time 505. This is just into us. Pope Francis asking for prayers for his predecessor, Pope Benedict, saying the former head of the Catholic Church is very sick. Francis making the surprise appeal at the end of his general audience that he holds in the Vatican on Wednesdays. Uh, Benedict is 95. Uh, you'll remember he was the first pope in what 600 years to resign. He did so back in 2013 with the former pontiff taking the title Pope Embratus. Then, Since then, he's uh, been living in the Vatican, but apparently he is in bad shape. WABC Newstime 506. A woman dead following a house fire in Brooklyn last night. 911 getting the call just after 10 o'clock. This was on uh, Rochester Avenue in Crown Heights. After the fire was put out, police found the body of a 54-year-old woman inside. She was later pronounced dead. Fire marshals are looking into the cause of the blaze. The medical examiner, uh, examiner rather, will determine what killed her. Let's go up to Buffalo. 28 storm-related deaths now in Buffalo following that weekend blizzard. We have uh, just recovered another uh, body. Let's hope they don't recover anymore. That's the Erie County executive. He's been praising first responders and volunteers who've been aiding in the rescue efforts over the weekend and up until yesterday. We are making significant progress. We are plowing and hauling snow in the city of Buffalo throughout the city. Yeah, crazy storm. The good news is some highways and roads are now passable because they have been plowed and the cars that got stuck there have been pulled off the roadways. We have with our Buffalo Police Department and other emergency first responders rescued all uh, stranded motorists that were stranded in vehicles. Yeah, so 100 military police and additional New York officers arriving in Buffalo yesterday to help manage traffic and just get things back up and running again. Good news is uh, the snow has finally stopped because they got more yesterday, which is crazy. Another couple of inches. But uh, today forecast is better. 
uh, of course, uh, we're uh, keeping our minds on Buffalo, hoping things get better much quickly up there. WABC News Time 509. Nearly every airline is back to normal after the brutal storm over the weekend, except Southwest. They cannot get their act together. This passenger says his flight was scheduled Christmas Eve and he still hasn't left yet. We've been in limbo for three days and... Um and that was after waiting in line to be told that we would be in limbo for three days. Yeah, just insane. 90% of the cancellations yesterday belong to Southwest Airlines. And they heard it, of course, from flyers who missed out on family gatherings and Christmas vacations. Delayed and delayed and then canceled. <laughs> so. They canceled my flight after being here for six hours. Then on Saturday, it was rebooked for Saturday. I was here for another six hours, and they canceled my flight. The Dallas-based company says its crew scheduling process is partly to blame. Well, you knew you had all these flights coming. How could you not have crews ready to go? I know some of it was the storm, but 90% of your flights, I mean, just outrageous. We've been watching the news, and it's looked so grim, but got up at 3 o'clock this morning, and here we are, and... And it looks like we're going to go, so we're super excited. All right, well, that's somebody who's going to take off. The uh, problem's so bad, the Biden administration says it'll do an investigation of Southwest uh, Transportation. Secretary Pete Buttigieg says they're looking into Southwest Airlines, and they want answers. Well, they need to take care of their passengers, and they need to take care of their employees. Look, everybody understands that there is extreme weather across the country, but where most airlines saw their performance start to improve, Southwest has actually moved in the other direction. Yeah, something going on there. The president taking to Twitter yesterday to urge Americans affected by cancellations to visit the Department of Transportation's website to see if they're entitled to any compensation. WABC News Time 511 hazmat crews responding to what was a massive oil spill at a construction site here in Manhattan last night. Firefighters say they received a call. It was about seven last night. 700 gallons of diesel spilling at this site on West 66th Street on the Upper West Side, hazmat crews on the scene all night. The leak has been capped, the issue being handled by that hazmat crew. Mayor Adams getting really defensive about taking those two vacation days ahead of Christmas last Friday. He says he was in the U.S. Virgin Islands taking a well-deserved break to recharge following his first year in office dealing with fires, deaths, and other crises. So if I take times off to get my mental capacity together so I could take the city through the crisis, I deserve those two days. And my fellow New Yorkers believe I deserve those two days. This is always an issue, right? These mayors, he's not the only one. Uh, these mayors always seem to go missing. Why, don't, why can't they just tell us they're going on vacation? I know, like, if I want to take a vacation, I got to put in some paperwork, you know, with the HR office. And they tell everybody I'm taking a break. If you And I'm just some dude who works at a radio station. This is the mayor of the city. He went MIA during that storm last week when the flooding was happening in Queens. If we just known he was on vacation, well, maybe that wouldn't have made things better. I don't know. But uh, he added he wanted to take time to reflect on his mother, explaining that it was his uh, second Christmas without her. He said he didn't notify any one of his travel plans out of state, but claims that he followed the city charter and he doesn't have to let everybody know where he is. Speaking of the U.S. Virgin Islands, the President Biden is there right now. He'll ring in the new year in the Virgin Islands. The President, First Lady, taking off last night. Uh, they'll spend the holiday there with the family. They didn't have any problem getting there. They weren't on Southwest. The visit will make Biden the first sitting president to visit the Virgin Islands since uh, Harry Truman's visit back in 1948. 
uh, again, good thing he's not taking Southwest. WABC News Time 513. While we're talking about Mayor Adams, he is reflecting on his first year in office. He's giving himself a B-plus grade for the first 12 months. Now you have to stay hungry. If, if I were to tell the team that we had an A on A-plus, a they're going to rest on their own success. No, we must remain hungry. As for promises to New Yorkers that uh, major crime will be down next year, Adams says we're going to do all we can. Uh, he's also still looking to hire that rat czar. You know, that's the one that's going to pay like, what, $150,000 a year to go after rats? They're never going to solve that problem. But Adams says hopefully they'll make an announcement soon about that rat czar. It'll likely, it's likely that, um, Many New Yorkers feel like they have taken the subway billions of times. Well, yesterday, the MTA rewarding its billionth customer, Sasha Salazar, is the rider who went put the transit system over the top yesterday. Uh, she got on up in the Bronx. She was given this ceremonial distinction. She said at first she couldn't figure out what was going on because she, you know, swiped her easy pass. And then uh, the went through the turnstile and all these sudden people started throwing confetti. Balloons came out. Uh, it was like she had won the publisher's uh, clearinghouse. I woke up this morning just thinking, oh, I'm going to head to the movies. I see two, two men. Congratulations. <laughs> and I was just so shocked and surprised. Sasha stopped as she entered the subway, 161st Street. She gets all kinds of stuff. Omni card, free membership to the Transit Museum. Wow. And a framed work of subway art. Uh, MTA Chairman Jano Lieber says this is a good news that uh, they've hit the billion mark because it means people are going back on the subway. Big milestone, positive milestone, much better than last year, much, much better than 2020, and a sign of progress as we move forward into what we hope will be an even better year. WABC News Time 515. It's time for a check of sports. And here's Justin Ellick. Well, thank you, Gnome. Indeed. Some action to get to last night here on the hardwood. Indeed. We'll start with the Knicks. They lose to the Mavericks in Dallas, 126-121. to This was one heck of a game, actually. It took overtime to decide this one, which I'm sure the Knicks wish it hadn't as the extra time just allowed Dallas's Luka Doncic to pad his ridiculous stats for the evening and set the table for a triple-double, really unlike the league has ever seen. Doncic had a franchise record 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists, including this tying basket of his intentionally missed free throw to force overtime with just one second left on the clock. Nothing shocks me about this game. And that drew rim. It's still loose. Luka got it back. He did it. An improbable comeback by Dallas to tie it with one second left. It's unbelievable. It is a miracle. It's overtime. Stranger things have happened. That call courtesy of Pally Sports Southwest. This one stinks for the Knicks, who were without star point guard Jalen Brunson, who's absent for the first time all season. They'll see if they can bounce back tomorrow night in San Antonio against the Spurs. Over to the ice now. The Islanders beat the Pittsburgh Penguins at home by a score of 5-1. to one. Matthew Barzell, Anders Lee each netted a pair. Josh Bailey registered a goal and an assist as the Isles build a little momentum here with their second straight win. It was a complete and utter domination on the part of New York all night long, but they pulled away in a second period that saw them outshoot Pittsburgh 20-4. to four. They'll see if they can make it three straight W's tomorrow night when the Columbus Blue Jackets come into town. As for the Rangers, they skated as well, but not um, not to the tune of any uh, any production, I guess you could say. Falling 4 to nothing in the process to to a visiting Washington Capitals team. Marcus Johansson, Eric Gustafson, and Lars Eller each lit the lamp for Washington. And um, the uh, the Washington Nationals, they, they roll 
the victory over the Rangers. The Rangers were white hot coming into the week, so last night's flat performance is uh, hopefully an outlier, uh, an outlier, I should say, as they get ready to visit the Tampa Bay Lightning up next tomorrow night. And looking ahead to action tonight over in Atlanta, the Nets, they pay the Hawks a visit at 7.30 p.m. And out in New Jersey, out in Newark, the Boston Bruins will pay the Devils a visit at 7.30 as well. Here with the early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Thank you very much, Justin. Taking the dog to the dog park yesterday, all anybody wants to talk about is George Santos. I feel like I've spoken about it so much, but people can't get enough of this story. So controversy continues to swirl around Congressman-elect George Santos from Long Island, the Republican, who admitted to adding a little bit of fluff to his resume. Maybe a little bit more to the story than that. But uh, some of his future constituents in Great Neck now say they're unhappy they voted for him. He's not qualified to hold office. My message to him is he should resign. He lied. He he was elected based on lies, he told. Yeah, there is a word there might be more to the story coming out. And uh, if it's true, it could sink him. But uh, that has those details have not come out yet. Santos confirming, of course, that he never graduated from college, never worked for Goldman Sachs, never worked for Citigroup. Uh, his grandparents are not Holocaust survivors. Uh, he's not Jew, uh, Jewish, but he's Jewish. <laughs> so, uh, Republican Jewish organizations, by the way, really angry with them. They had invited him to this convention in Las Vegas to speak because he was one of them. Uh, another Republican Jewish group, uh, uh, had essentially given him like an award for being one of the new Jewish members to Congress. All those people say they've been completely fooled by Santos and they just hope he goes away. WABC News Time 521. One person dead following a violent multi-car crash. This was on the Sprainbrook Parkway in Hawthorne. At an unrelated press conference, the uh, deputy county executive, Ken Jenkins, says speed was clearly a factor in this awful crash. It looked like a challenging scenario, but the car was split in half. So again, take your time arrive alive yeah exactly slow down at least two cars were heavily damaged one person had to be removed from the wreckage drivers in new jersey dealing with the third longest commute in the nation according to uh, nj.com the average commute time in the garden state was 28.6 minutes in 2021 now that doesn't seem that long to me but maybe in other places it's a whole lot shorter this is the only place I've really lived for the my adult life. The uh, Census Bureau says uh, only drivers in New York and Maryland have longer drives. The average in New York was 31.4 minutes. Again, does that seem like a long time? It doesn't to me. But maybe if you live in Iowa and your commute's like seven minutes, then 31 seems like a really long time. WABC News Time 552. The Supreme Court keeping in place a public health rule which was used to expedite deportations at the U.S. southern border. Texas Republican Senator John Corden has been warning that without Title 42, there would be chaos at the border. Border Patrol told me as long ago as a year or more ago that... They feared they would lose control of the border entirely. Yeah, Texas and 18 other Republican-led states had sued to keep Title 42 in place because it is just a disaster at the southern border. We're, of course, seeing some of those migrants that have been sent here, but imagine having that flow come in 
every single day. The Supreme Court ruling keeping the status quo is a partial victory. The humanitarian crisis is a public security crisis and yeah. a public health crisis. Yeah, justices will hear oral arguments in February now and whether the states can intervene. A final decision on Title 42 expected in the coming months. Texas Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez says the fault of this surge lays at the feet of the White House. The only way this gets fixed is if Congress works with the administration to come up with a solution, but it's the administration that needs to start by enforcing the laws that are already on the books. Yeah, so over the Christmas weekend, Border Patrol agents made over 16,000 encounters at the southern border. That was just the Christmas weekend, 16,000. It tells you how tough it is down there and things need to be fixed quickly. WABC News Time 523, 30 and clear if you're just walking out the door. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis taking more steps towards what could be a potential 2024 run for the White House. Washington Post reports the Republican has restarted his Google and Facebook ads. According to the Post, DeSantis is targeting a national audience ahead of a state legislative session he believes will highlight causes that will help him in a presidential primary. State lawmakers are expected to take up issues including abortion, data privacy, and constitutional carry of firearms. I'm Rick Hoshul. Of course, everybody weighing in on this at Barry University, Dr. Sean Foreman says uh, DeSantis has about 60 million bucks in his reelection campaign chest, so he's using it to build his brand and name nationally before he makes any decisions about taking the plunge to run. Governor DeSantis can test the waters for a few months. He can play with the national media. He can put his message out there. And there's really no downside. Yeah, the question is, is he going to run? Nobody seems to know. I'm sure he does. But, uh, of course, he's not saying yet because it's probably just too early to announce. WABC News Time 524. A California town is one of two places where Amazon is going to deliver packages in a new way. Lockford, just south of Sacramento, is now receiving Amazon deliveries by drone. Those looking to use Prime Air can shop for items that are suitable for the service. Once ordered, the drones will go to the customer's home, hover at a certain distance, and then drop off the product. The flying devices reportedly weigh around 5 pounds and can cruise up to 50 miles per hour. Lockford is one of two towns the e-commerce giant is offering the service, with the other being College Station, Texas. I'm at Mattinson. Have you seen those uh, UPS, those little mini trucks that drive around the city themselves? Have you caught one of those? I don't know how many there are, but I saw one the other day, and they're dropping off packages. It's just, it's very futuristic, but kind of cool. Larry Elder says there's a strong possibility he's going to run for the White House in 2024. He's already visited Iowa, New Hampshire. He's met with a slew of potential donors. He was on the other side of midnight with my friend Frank last night, a show you should never miss. Because I think I can bring a couple of things to the table that the other candidates can't bring. Obviously, I'll be talking about the fact that our borders are overrun, uh, the fact that a 40-year high of, of inflation. Uh, the fact that we're no longer energy independent. Obviously, we're, I'll be talking about those kinds of things. Yeah, he's testing out a message that emphasizes the economy, energy, border issues. Elder says uh, he'd talk a lot about family values, too, and the importance of having a father in your life. Uh, he hasn't officially pulled the trigger, but sure looks like he's going to. WABC News Time 526. Home prices slipping for the fourth straight month. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Sheller Index shows a half percent decline for October. October, as high mortgage rates slowed the rise in prices. Still, the index posted an annual gain of 9.2%. Miami, Tampa, and Charlotte reported the biggest year-over-year home price increases on the 20-city list. I'm Mark Mayfield. Jalissa Williams 
went from living at the York Street Projects at the St. Joseph's Home in Jersey City with her mom and siblings to now helping families that are in the same situation at the same shelter that helped her. 25 years ago, Williams was three years old when her family showed up at the shelter in Jersey City. And she said they did such a good job taking care of her that she felt like she had to come back. I do remember like me and my brothers just interacting with the staff, you know, the things they did for us for Christmas. Christmas for Easter. Yeah, with the stability St. Joseph's Home gave her family, Williams eventually graduated from Rutgers University, and she says now she has landed her dream job as a family case manager, yeah, with the York Street Project where she lived for a number of years. I think this is a wonderful story. I see a lot of people that's here right now, like the client list that I work with, and I just look at them and I just, I don't want to say I see myself, but I can say I understand what they're going through. WABC News Time 527, 30 and clear, going up to 44 today, a mix of sun and clouds. Mayor Adams honoring the subway rider who was injured while intervening during a hate crime attack on the subway last month. Scarsdale art teacher John Catania needed 26 stitches after trying to stop a man from attacking a Muslim woman at the L train in Union Square. You show both moral and physical courage uh, when you swiftly... Uh, came to the aid of a young woman who was being attacked with a bladed weapon. Yeah, amazing. Would you step in in the same situation? Normally people run from that or they pick out their phones or take pictures and not go to the direct aid of their fellow New Yorkers. Uh, you uh, uh, did it. Yeah, kudos to John Catania. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.